Sharks Pod, a South Park podcast, with your hosts, Bro and Billy. They watch South Park and they watch them all. Episode, Stan, Kyle, Cartman, Kenny, four kids, their mouths are potty. They're not good role models, but what do you expect? Bro and Bill, they watch all shows. They talk and discuss. Whether they watched or not, some shows are good, then there are some who just are so bad, that we think that they suck, but we don't worry, because the show won't bore you a minute, not one second, join Bro and Billy and listen to Shark Pod, the South Park Podcast, with your hosts, Bro and Billy, it's show. It's also a podcast, podcast, they talk all about South Park, 19 seasons and counting, how long will they be on, well we don't know, don't know, don't know. Oh my, oh my, hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Shark's Pod, a South Park podcast. It is the usual two, Bill and Fro. How you doing, Fro? Uh, Fro tired. Hmm. Bill a little tired. Um. Fro, fro hungry. Uh, <laughs> fro only talking really short sentence. <laughs> fro like episode. Yeah, I know. You are. You sort of thought it's yes. on the last on last week's show, but. Um, yeah, I, I, I really enjoy this. This is, uh, this is so, it's so, I'm so happy that we are finally reviewing an episode in season two that I like. Yeah. Well, we will get to that in a moment. But in a recent sure. episode, in a recent episode, uh, it might have been last week or the week before, um, I had said that I was going to go see the new Ben-Hur movie with my sister. Yeah, and I, and I asked you why the F are you going to see that <laughs> stupid movie? Okay, so I went on Sunday. Um, okay. Not a lot of people in... I, I'd say the, the theater was about half full. So it wasn't too bad of a crowd. I was surprised there were that many, to be honest. You, you know why? Because I think there was a church group that came uh. to see this movie. <laughs> it's just an assumption, so... Uh-huh. Now, to be fair with this movie, there were right. some pluses to this movie. Some pluses. For example, well, okay. For example, I I enjoyed the chariot scene. I mean, it's not as good as the one with Heston. Don't get me wrong; that will never be top. But I thought it was good, especially when they had the horses running into the stands. CGI, you know. I thought that was good. Morgan Freeman was good in the movie. 
Morgan Freeman could pretty much save a crappy movie by himself. Yeah, I love Morgan. Um, I also liked, and, and this might surprise you, and I'll explain why. I also liked the beginning of the movie when they explain or when they showed when Judah Ben Hur got hurt in the beginning of the movie because if you right. because if you've seen the fifty nine version they only briefly mention it whereas here right. they actually show it so it's like oh okay but, you know it's good it's it, it gets a couple points for that. Mm. But that's about where it stops. The negatives of this movie. Jesus has a talking role in the movie. No! Yep. Because, and, and, and we talked about this on the ride, uh, when we were done with the movie, we were going uh, grocery shopping. And we were, we were like, you know, in the other one, Jesus doesn't talk. He's just like... No. He just will make an appearance here, make an appearance there. That's it. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Here, Jesus talks. Uh. Another thing, the mom in the movie. That mom was a bitch. Especially to Masala. <laughs> I was... Okay. I was almost rooting for when they took the whole family away to like, yeah, they're going to kill her. Yeah, kill her. She's betraying him like shit. <laughs> but I'll tell you where, for the both of us, the movie would have was ruined. The ending of the movie. Why? Please spoil it. Okay, I will. No, I, I was planning to anyway. Okay. If you remember, folks. After the chariot scene, the chariot race scene with Hester, yeah. Masala yeah. dies. He dies. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, Jesus gets crucified. Yeah. Here, they reverse it. Jesus gets crucified first. Then we go to Masala. And Masala is laying there with one leg, and he's ready to kill Ben Hur. And Ben Hur who sounded like Batman in the movie. <laughs> it's true. He was. He really did. Judah, Judah Ben-Hur was like, I learned to forgive and forget. I want to love. I want to help you. And they hug. They hug. What? What? And then... And then, and then, if it doesn't make it any worse, they end the movie with the both of them in a horse race, chasing each other. The guy's got one leg. Wet. The, the best way my sister described it was it didn't get real religious enough. It didn't get real religious enough until the end of the movie. Because, watching the movie, you know, to me, because I felt like this was a darker version of Ben-Hur. But then when you get to the end, it's like, oh, it's all about peace and love and love your fellow man and blah, blah, blah. So. So, 
system okay I'm gonna use the five star system okay uh, because there were some pluses not a lot but there were some pluses it gets two and a quarter stars okay if we were using the four star system it would have been one and a half okay so there we go all right I think does I think, it sound like a movie I'm going to watch in the cinema no, it doesn't. But it, oh, go yeah. ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, I, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm curious if it, I will like it at all. There will like, be. I'm, I'm, I'm a little curious if I'm going to like anything in this movie. I'm going to see it, but I'm definitely not going to see it in the movies. There are some moments that are good. I will yeah. say that. The, the whole thing isn't really a god-awful movie, but... But anyway. Uh, that That's a good transition because today's episode that we're going to talk about involves movies. A lot of movies. A lot of movies, Absolutely. And uh, I would, uh, there's such uh, funny dicks in this movie towards the movie industry. Mm -hmm. I think, like, I, I, was, I was thinking about this because, like, last week you said season five is your least favorite. Right. Uh, and I, I googled around after that and mm -hmm. I, I, I looked on season five and it's kind of funny because that's probably my favorite season right well like i said i mean i i would have to go through you know like which would which is what we're doing you know have to go through everything and um just ride with it but if but you know at the time i had just selected you know just off the top of my head season right. five so maybe there is a worse season than season five. Maybe maybe it is season two. I'm not really sure. I mean, we're at the half. Today is the halfway mark of season two of South Park. Yeah, and uh, I, and honestly, I'm really happy that we are here because, like, the least at least I will give this season this. The last half of this season is the best. Well, I'll tell you if. You know, if we were to say that, you know, um, this was a good send-off of the first half of season two, this is definitely mm -hmm. the episode. Oh, yeah. So, I think our audience is about ready to hear our review. So, with that said, here is today's episode that we are going to review right here on Shark's Pond. Chef's Chocolate Salty Balls. And I'm going to say this a lot of times during your review, but this is such a classic episode. This is South Park episode. This this really feels South Parky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so happy about this episode. I'll agree with you on that one. It it, it does feel South Parky. Uh, so we begin the episode 
at the Sundance Film Festival, where, um, oh, actually, I should mention real quick, the episode aired on August 19th, 1998. Forgot to mention that. So we begin the episode with Robert Redford at the Sundance Film Festival. It's his creation, and, uh, you know, it was to help, you know, produce these independent movies and blah, blah, blah. So he notices that the Sundance Film Festival isn't really what it used to be. It's a, you know, it's a small, you know, it's a small town and, um, you know, like, it's just too crowded, it's just too annoying. And he was thinking of, well, why don't we find a new place, a, a new small town to, um, you know, to to take a festival to. Thus, here comes South Park with the first annual South Park Film Festival. So, as soon as the flag comes up, all these people come into South Park with their cell phones and their cars and all of that. So we go to school with Mr. Garrison, and he has Mr. Twig with him, and they talk about how that, you know, the film festival is out, and that this is a chance, you know, for people to go see movies. To which Kyle asks, is Godzilla going to be shown? Because that movie sucked. And <laughs> I, I've heard it's real bad. I've never seen it, but I've heard it's real bad. It is horrible. <laughs> so, it's atrocious. Right. So then yeah. Mr. Garrison explains that, no, it's a bunch of independent movies. And then the I think it was Stan... I think, no, it was Cartman who was like, Oh, are they going to show Independence Day as well? That movie sucked. <laughs> so, right... I'm a fan of Independence Day. Yeah, that's not a bad movie. So right off yeah. the bat, right off the bat, they make fun of two movies. And then Wendy goes into the explanation of what, you know, an independent film is. And Cartman gives this line of, you show me one independent film that isn't about gay cowboys eating pudding. So remember that, folks. Remember that a little later. So, Wendy and Cartman get into an argument, and Cartman gets sent to the principal's office because he calls Wendy a bitch. And... The kids start walking around town, and, you know, they see all these people, and they're just shocked. So, Wendy... Well, actually, the kids are supposed to do a paper on a, of a review of an independent film, which goes absolutely nowhere. So, you know, just, you know, forget that even exists. So, then Wendy asks Stan if he wants to go see a movie with her. And he's like, sure. So they go see the first movie that is shown at this festival. And it is about two lesbian women who are in love. And this is how it sounds. Yep. Independent films, folks. Independent films. So... Uh, the boys then go to see Chef, who has his own food stand. And 
he was saying to them how this is a big opportunity for him to sell his homemade fudge. And he has so many. He has fudge em. Go fudge your go fudge yourself. Uh oh my gosh, what 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 were the other oh there's so many. Uh it's fudge you, go fudge em, go fudge yourself. Uh Oh, oh my gosh, there's so many. <laughs> you, but you know the one that's... I haven't written it down. I didn't write this down either. Oh, oh. damn it. Maybe, maybe in one of these uh, viewer reviews, they have the list. Nah, it doesn't... Okay, so you just take my word for it, folks. Just take my word for it. He has a lot of fudge-related products that he's trying to sell. But you see, there's a problem. The problem is these people, they only eat tofu, and they're vegan, and they just eat this other stuff that you and I would not really eat, folks. So, we see Kyle. He's at home. He's brushing his teeth. He's about to get ready for bed. And then all of a sudden, cow! Wait, what? Cow! Is, is that Mr. Hanky? I don't know. <clears throat> so, Kyle goes to the boys the next day and he's like, I heard Mr. Hanky. And they're like, I thought they, you know, he only came out at Christmas time, which is true. He only comes up at Christmas time. But yeah, because it's Mr. Hanky, the Christmas, Christmas poo. Exactly. Oh. But you know, Kyle's a little concerned. But before they could go track down Mr. Hanky, they go visit Chef, who has come out with his brand new product, Chef's Chocolate Salty Balls. So he gives the kids some to try, and the kids like it. To which Cartman says. I like your chocolate salty balls, Chef. And Kenny just laughs. And then we get a, a, the song, Chef's Chocolate Salty Balls. I am such a mark for this. Oh, song. my gosh. I just love this song. It is such a good song. Uh, it, it really is. And actually, I want to I point this out because I found this um, on the South Park site. The song, this song, Chef's, or, you know, Chocolate Salty Balls, ended up becoming number one in the charts in Great Britain and Ireland. Doesn't surprise me at all. No, it's, it doesn't. It's, it's just, it's just such a good, uh, good song. And then, I could also tell you, um, because when I did that, task of a lifetime of reviewing every pro wrestling album ever with Jim Boy Star, uh, we reviewed, you might not, re you might have not been watching wrestling at about this time in 1999, but they did a special the night before WrestleMania 15, and it was called the WrestleMania Rage Party, and guess who the first performer was on that TV special? 
Isaac Hayes. Isaac Hayes, exactly. And guess what the oh. and guess what the first song he played was? Was it chocolate salty balls? It was chocolate salty balls. Oh, good. So, yeah, and actually, Jim was at this event in Philadelphia. Mm. So, but yeah, Isaac Hayes, he was singing about, you know, chocolate salty ball. I can't believe how good this is. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it, it, it's one of those songs that you, you hear one time and it sticks into your brain. You know, I wonder if that song got played at his funeral. No. You don't think so? I don't know. No. I, they probably played he, the... He hated South Park at the end, so... Well... You have to remember, uh, spoiler alert uh, for people, uh, that when Chef goes out of the show, uh, mm, they were really not friends anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and we because of the whole Scientology thing. Yep. So, so we now go to the boys who were in the sewer of South Park. And... They, you know, they're talking about, like, again, they make another movie reference where they're like, oh, we're like the Goonies. And Carver's like, the Goonies? And he's like, yeah, and you're the fat kid. <laughs> it looks like the fat kid in Goonies. I wonder, though, if Cartman could do the truffle shuffle. Oh, uh, he couldn't. Yeah. So, as they're down in the sewer, for no reason whatsoever, we see Mr. Garrison who is in scuba diving gear. And he asks the kids if they know how to file a police report. And they're like, no. <laughs> and they're like, okay, have a good day. And I was thinking, what is he doing in the sewers in a scuba outfit? Yeah, and I like that we don't really get... Uh, yeah. So then they finally meet up with Mr. Hanky, the Christmas Pooh. And, you know, he checks on the boys. He asks them if they brush their teeth. He asks them if they floss. And then he asks if they wash behind their ears. To which Cartman goes, meow. But then we hear that Mr. Hanky is coughing. And he's not doing too good. And he explains oh, no. the, he explains the reason. The reason is because all these people are eating such healthy food, you know, tofu and probably couscous is in there and all that. It has disrupted the the ecosystem in the sewers. So, you know, it's messing up his health. Oh, I hope it's I hope he's okay. I don't. No. Oh. <laughs> it's joke. Jokes, yeah. people. Jokes. Yes, jokes. So then uh, we see that Robert Redford is in front of the town's library, and he says that 
The South Park Film Festival is a huge success. And because of it, we're going to have it again next year. And then he says that, oh, by the way, as of now, this library is closed. It is going to be a Hollywood Planet restaurant. That the townspeople are like, oh? And then this is where it gets real good. So an independent director is up on stage. He's about to present his next film. And the boys come on stage, and Kyle talks about how, you know, to everyone, you got to stop eating, you know, your healthy foods because it's disrupting his friend, Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh, who is one of his best friends in the whole world. And that, <coughs> and that you know, it's disrupting the ecosystem of the sewer. And if you mess it up, he might die. And then they're like, what is a Mr. Hankey? I would like to get involved in this story. And, you know, the people, like the studio people are like, this would be a great movie. And they're coming up with all of these, you know, like different ideas of who could play the lead character. And then someone mentions Fred Savage. Well, well wait a minute. That's TV's Fred Savage. Oh, but they laugh at him because he's not a real celebrity. Poor Fred. So, so meanwhile, a studio agent pulls over Cartman, and he sees that Cartman is, or he thinks that Cartman is the brains of the group, and that the, he wants a movie made about the story of Mr. Hankey. And Cartman's like, okay, sure, let's go do it. So then we see that Kenny... Excuse me. Kenny is outside of the movie theater. He's just playing with his yo-yo very innocently. And then all these people storming out of the movie theater. And then this guy stops and he's like, Oh my God, I found a penny! You I, bastard! I love that. <laughs> I just love that. Um, that is such a funny joke. That is such a great twist. Oh, and by the way, folks, Kenny died in that as well. But that really doesn't matter. So, then we see that Kyle goes back down into the sewer to talk to Mr. Hankey. And he's playing the organ, like the Phantom of the Opera. Again, another movie reference. And, you know, he would say to him, Well, I told them, but they're not really getting the message. And Mr. Hankey's like, Well, I have no other choice. I have to go up there. And it's like, wait a minute. You can't do that. It's not Christmas time. And he's like, I know, but this is the only thing I have to do. <laughs> so then we go to the movie theater and what's this? It's a Mr. Hankey movie already? Yep, that fast, they made a movie called Me and Mr. Hanky. And they decided that Tom Hanks is going to play the lead role. He's going to play Kyle. And playing the role of Mr. Hanky is a monkey. And 
Kermit is upset, and he's like, who decided to cast Tom Hanks in this role? And the, uh, and the studio person is like, oh, well, Tom Hanks is a great actor. You know, he could do anything. To which Carvin says, Tom Hanks couldn't even act out of his own nutsack. I, I, I think they're a little uh, harsh on him. Yeah, I like they him. are. They are. So... Then we see that Robert Redford is working with the construction of Hollywood Planet when the mayor comes. And she asks him if they could stop, you know, the construction and leave. To which Robert Redford says, if I do that, that means that I can sue you and the whole town and I can own this town. To which the mayor's like, eh, okay, just go ahead. So Kyle then has... Um, Mr. Hanky in, in, in a shoebox. And he goes up to Robert Redford and he's like, you gotta listen to him. You know, he's, you know, he, he, he's not doing too well and, you know, he might not make it. So he opens the box and Mr. Hanky doesn't do anything. He's just a shriveled, pe dried piece of poo. And we see that you know, Mr. Hanky, oh no. Mr. Hanky is dying. And, no. and and Kyle doesn't believe it and he and Mr. Hanky's like, Come closer. Come closer. Come closer. Because he has something he wants to tell him. And he tells him that there is another Skywalker in the galaxy. <laughs> and then he dies but then he, but then he comes but then but then he comes back for one brief second and he's like come closer come closer closer and then he tells him one time me and my friend we came up and I was in your mouth playing around and my friend took a picture of me in your mouth it was a real good time. And then Mr. Hanky just collapses. And Kyle starts crying. And then we get then we get the montage of Mr. Hanky the Christmas poo. Like Frosty the Snowman when Frosty died. Into the whole voice. And then during the montage for no reason whatsoever, they show Tom Hanks and the monkey in the montage. Such a good montage. Oh, it's so good. And then they zip, <sighs> and then they put Mr. Hanky in a bag, and they zip him up, and Kyle's crying. And then Stan comes over, and he's like, I'm here for you, dude. And then Wendy comes over, and she's like, Hey, Stan, you want to go see another movie? Sure, bye. <laughs> Poor Kyle. So, Stan and Wendy then go see this next movie. And would you believe it? It's gay cowboys eating pudding. It is, uh, it's such a good spoof on that cowboy movie. 
Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I, I forgot what it's called again. Brokeback, Brokeback Mountain. Mountain. Yep. Yeah, Brokeback Mountain. And oh, so funny. Yeah. So Stan, this whole time, he's been trying to hold Wendy's hand. And throughout the episode. And he finally does it. And then he starts throwing up over the guy in the next seat. And then we see that, you know, they're performing... Uh, Stuff that I can't really say on this show. Um, and then Stan just throws up over this guy again. Excuse me. Cheers. Yeah. So we go now to the hospital where Mr. Hankey is hooked up in intensive care unit. Chef and Kyle are there. And Kyle then asks Chef... One of life's most important questions. Does Pooh go to heaven? <laughs> yes. So, important. So at first, Chef is like, Oh, Kyle, no, Pooh doesn't go to heaven. And then Kyle just breaks down crying. And Chef is like, Oh, no, 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 no. Except it's, you know, very special Pooh goes to heaven. So... After Chef fumbles that situation. Hold on. <laughs> exactly, that happens. No. Uh, allergies are coming. They're kicking in. Pain in the butt. But anyway, Kyle, he's got one of Chef's chocolate salty balls. And he puts it in Mr. Hanky. And... Mr. Hankey's coming around. Here comes Mr. Hankey. Mr. Hankey, he's coming around. He's going to make it. He's going to be all right. Hey. So then we see um, Robert Redford standing at a podium at the opening of Hollywood Planet. And he says that, you know... This is going to be a new thing. It's going to be, you know, the festival's going to happen each and every year. We're going to have all these stores, all these restaurants coming. And, you know, we're going to be doing this forever. Well, here comes... Yeah. Here comes Kyle. And here's Mr. Hankey. Mr. Hankey's alive. He's okay. So at first, Robert Redford ignores him. And, um, you know, Mr. Hickey's upset, and he gets up onto the podium, and he gives this speech. Again, he does one of these heartwarming speeches. And it's about, you know, the art of making the movie, and how, you know, it's, you know, these festivals aren't about getting, you know, getting picked up by big studios and making millions of dollars and all that. It's about the art. It's about the love of the movies. And that's what we should all be coming to, is for the love of the movies. Right, because everybody cares about that. Right. <coughs> now, I will say, unlike his previous speech, I did not stop holding tears. I was not crying. Unlike the Christmas point. <laughs> so, 
at this point, Robert Redford's had enough. And he picks up Mr. Hankey, throws him across town, and Mr. Hankey goes back first into the wall. And it's like, oh no, he's killed him. He's killed Mr. Hankey. But, Chef, he still has some of his chocolate salty balls. And he remembered, <clears throat> this worked before. They tried again, and he wakes up. And Mr. Hagee's like, thanks, Chef. I really like your chocolate salty balls. And then we get the ultimate act of revenge. Mr. Hankey climbs up to the Hollywood planet and he grabs his magic hat <coughs> and he starts performing tricks. And it's... Go ahead. And this is such a good uh, a joke for uh, Walt Disney's yes. Fantasia. Yes, it is. It is. Love that. And he's got the hat and the coat, and he's just going all over the place. Pooh is coming up. The people, try, you know, are leaving. Robert Redford tries to leave. The car can't get started. He succumbs to uh, having Pooh all up in him. He dies. And when the storm is over, Mr. Hankey goes, and he's like, Well... I guess I didn't know I had that kind of power. And then, at the end, we get valuable lessons. The first one is from Wendy, who says, Sometimes I forget that even though a few independent films are great, most of them suck ass. <laughs> and then, we get Cardman. Cartman learned something today. He's, yeah. This is great. He says, Being a sellout is sweet because you make a lot of money. And when you have money, you don't have to hang out with any poor-ass losers like you guys. And then he goes home, and that's the end of the episode. Chef's Chocolate Salty Balls. Episode. Oh, this is good. This is good. Uh, since I'm not uh, in front of my computer, uh, you have to tell the audience All right, what this that. got on IMDb and things like that. This got, uh, out of over 1,200 votes, a 7.8 out of 10. Wow, so we're up again. Yeah. Good. Yeah, this is this is like this is maybe proof that I was wrong that season three is the worst episode because you know what, Bill? Yeah. We have a new new Hall of Fame. Oh, episode. yay! Yeah, I'm giving this a ten. I I just love this episode inside out. Uh, there's. There's just nothing wrong with this episode. I just feel like every joke is hitting exactly where it needs to hit. I got all the references to the movies that 
they talk about. Yeah. I love that, uh, the story uh, about uh, Mr. Hanky, the Christmas Pooh, is, uh, is like turned into this story about like movies. My love for movies saved this episode. I just loved everything about it. This is such a perfect episode from the beginning to the end. There's nothing bad to say about it. I just love this. It's funny. It's it it, it is with heart. And I, I I watched it twice, like uh, right after each other. Oh, wow. And I normally don't do that. Yeah. And when I do that, I I, I just find new things to laugh about. I find new things that I, that I like. I uh, Every time I watch this episode, I don't get bored about it. It's just such a good episode. And it has one of the best songs ever. It's an original. Yeah. Like, what, what can I say that I didn't like about this episode? Nothing. I liked everything about this episode. It's a perfect episode in my mind. I sort of knew way before coming on you were going to give this a 10. Yeah. I, I sort of knew it. Uh, like, th th this is my kind of episode. Right. I mean, I, uh, there's movie references. Like, I love movies. Like, one of my, my biggest, like... Uh, uh, hobbies is watching movies and I just love everything that has to do with that so why why shouldn't I like this episode right it's just fun 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 this is a good episode this is good this is one of the stronger episodes of season two um how can I put I think what I find interesting about this is the fact, you know, how they make Robert Redford into a bad guy. And I'm going to read in a, in a little bit why this happened. What? Um, with that being said, this was a good episode. I mean, I like the episode, but I'm not in love with the episode like you are. But it's, right. but it's going to get a good rating. I'm going to give this an 8.5. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's a good, fair rating. It, it And it has a lot of good moments. It does. It could be that I give this uh, a higher uh, mark as well because it's it, it also marks like the end of... Uh, atrocious episodes after atrocious episodes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it, it gets maybe a little high because, uh, like uh, uh, I said, there there hasn't been an episode of show that uh, of this season that I have especially liked yet. So right. I'm so happy that we are at that point, and maybe it gets a little higher because of that. But all the movie references are are kind of my. <laughs> thing, so mm -hmm. I, I guess it's a combination of, of the both. Well, and you, and you know what? I mean, I gave, um, I, I gave, you know, the reveal of Cartman's dad a 10, so, 
yep. it's only fair that this gets a 10 as well, so, you know, I I have no complaints about it. I Good. don't. Okay, um, now one and thing... And it doesn't really help if you complain about uh, because I give it a 10, I'm not going to give it any lower. But what gets you down to an 8.5? Could uh, you tell me a little about that? I, I think what gets it to an 8.5 is the fact that none of the townspeople fight against this convent or this film festival happening. I wish... Mm. Yes, I know the mayor had asked at one point, you know, could you, you know, not build this? But I thought, you know, now thinking about it, maybe there could have been a little bit more, but that, that, it's, it's a minor thing. Okay. So, now, as far as the whole Brokeback Mountain situation. <laughs> Uh, here, here's a little bit more about this. Carmen refers to independent films as being about gay cowboys eating pudding. The episode aired seven years before the independent film Brokeback Mountain was released in 2005. But, Isn't that funny? Yeah. But one year after the publication of the short story of the same name by Annie Pro in 1997. Yep. In an interview with the Associated Press in 2005, Trey Parker and Matt Stone responded to questions about the prophecy statement by Cartman. Parker quipped, if there's pudding eating in there, we're going to sue. And Stone claimed that, no, we're not prophets, but Cartman is. They laugh and then say, we went to Sundance a lot in the mid to late 90s, and you could just tell it was going toward gay cowboydom. <laughs> that is a real word now. Oops. Oh my god. Real word. Okay, <sighs> so again, the critics did not review or leave a review of the episode. So we're going to go to IMDb. And our usual cast of characters. So the first one is from Gangsta Hippie. Hey, I understand before. Mm-hmm. Gangsta Hippie wrote, Chef's Salty Chocolate Balls is a funny and good South Park episode. It marks the second appearance of Mr. Hanky the Christmas Pooh. I heard... Trey Parker and Matt Stone made this episode as revenge for Sundance not accepting their earlier film, Cannibal the Musical, a.k.a. Alfred Packer the Musical. This episode... And that is actually a true story. I never heard that. Oh, yeah. This episode has Robert Redford coming to South Park to host the film festival. Then all these people come, such as movie critics. Chef wants them to try his salty chocolate balls, a snack with a double entendre for a name. Meanwhile, Mr. Hanky is dying because people are eating strange foods which are bad for his environment, and Kyle must stop them. Meanwhile, Stan and Wendy go see some independent films together because Garrison is making them write a report on any one of the films. 
Chef's Salty Chocolate Balls is a funny and good episode. The next review is from Seb M. Moderns 2. They wrote, Mr. Garrison, without Mr. Hat now, forces the class students to do a report on an independent film that they are going to see at the weekend. Chef is opening a sweet stall for the film festival. His concoction, Chef's Chocolate Salty Balls, haha, is an immediate hit, especially with the boys. Mr. Hanky, the Christmas Pooh, is dying, and he is immediately complaining about his ecosystem. With the film critics and the other visitors are eating and excreting in their diets. It is up for Kyle and the others to save Mr. Hanky before it is too late. Otherwise, Mr. Hanky will have to plot revenge. With fun music, a good plot, and the usual so bad it's good animation... This is definitely a must-see episode for any South Park fan. If you hate, oh, yes. if you hate jokes about oral sex and toilet humor, then avoid. Overall rating: nine out of ten. And finally, yep. finally, from Comedy Fan 2010, they wrote a pretty fun episode that also brings Mr. Hanky back. The story is about a film festival happening in South Park and how it affects their environment. It is done in a pretty fun way as all the health food poo ruins Mr. Hanky's environment. It is Chef's salty chocolate balls that keep him alive. So absurd that it is funny. Besides that the joke about independent movies being all about gay people eating pudding was pretty fun. I just have no idea what it was based on. I never saw such a movie, but would think that the idea came from an existing independent film. Mr. Hanky is good in small doses. Watching too much poo on the streets can be too much, even if it is based on a Disney movie. Well, there you go. Pretty positive review overall of this episode. All across the board. Good episode. So, now uh, it is time, once again, for us to pick a character for us to talk about. Uh, it is my turn this week. And for this week, you know, I was contemplating it, but then I just decided to go with it. I'm actually not going to pick one of the regular characters on the show. My character, my character for the week is Robert Redford. <laughs> Good pick. I'm also doing this because my mom is such a huge fan. <laughs> I was going to say my mom is a huge fan of Robert Redford. So much yep. so that she is in love with the man. So, <clears throat> so about Robert Redford. He is a guy. He is 77 years old has brown hair, his occupation is an actor, his religion is agnostic, he last appeared in episode 201, and his first appearance was in Chef's Chocolate Salty Balls. Hey, this episode. Yeah. So, would, uh, would you like for me to read about him, or would you like to? No, please read about him. Okay. 
A critically acclaimed actor and advocate of liberal issues in independent movies, Robert Redford and his assistant, Phyllis, spend much of their time in Los Angeles with other smug, like-minded people, like the Film Actors Guild. They go from town to town starting expensive, glamorous film festivals and opening Hollywood Planet restaurants and running down towns in revenge for wishing they could leave in nice they could live in nice quiet mountain towns too. The bitter Redford ignores Kyle Brofflowski's warnings about the town's ecosystem. He is nearly killed by Mr. Hankey's poo magic and swears vengeance, joining Tom Cruise's class action lawsuit two years later. According to a certain double-vaginal, double-anal-themed band, he also eats babies in his spare time. Okay, did not know any of that at all. Here are some memorable quotes from Robert Redford. Okay. Because we have to live in L.A., and if we can't live in quiet, simple, peaceful mountain towns, then nobody will. Ha ha ha. Wait, 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 wait. Zoom into a close-up of my face when I do that. Ready? Then nobody will. Ha 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 He is a villain. Also, I have had enough of you. Referring to Mr. Hankey. And finally, my God, she's more terrifying than I remember. That is from episode 200. Yep, and she, he says that to Barbara Streisand. Yes. If I'm not wrong. I, I believe you are correct, sir. Well, uh, there's nothing else to say about this that has it already been said so uh classic episode why don't we go into our plugs uh you can follow the show on twitter it is sharks pond 97 that's where you can follow the show uh you can join our facebook group all you got to do is type in in the search bar, Sharks Pond, a South Park episode, or you may click on the link in the description box. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at House of Bill, and you can check out my other shows that I do, including That Wrestling Show, The Scorecard, Nostalgia Crew, and Untitled Movie Project. Yay! And I'm uh, a co-host on another digital citizen that uh, discussed what is the worst TV show of all time. Wow. And I think the result is going to surprise you. It's not South Park. The worst TV show of all time. Yep. <sighs> That's a heck of a question. Wow. Uh, and I think our winner is up there. I think I, I, I'm I glad it was one of my pick, and it's a horrible show. Huh. Well, I, I'll have to think about I'll have to go back and think about that one. I will not spoil it for you. Okay. Well, next time around, uh, we're going to get into our next episode next time around. 
and we're going to be discussing about uh, a very interesting topic, chicken pox. Yeah, I mean, did all the uh, media being around, like, uh, getting people to uh, uh, take their shots? Uh, because there's been like a uh, huge debate on uh, whether or not to vaccinate, vaccinate your kids. This is going to be an interesting episode. Well, you know, I will actually have a couple questions for you when sure. we talk about this episode next week. Yeah, and um, uh, I promise I will not give it a 10, but it's really up there. Well, there you go. Alright, uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please do not forget to give the show a good rating on iTunes, good review. Five stars would be really enjoyable. And, uh, and tell people about the show. Subscribe to the show, because... We need it. We like you. We do. We really do. We love you. We love you so much that if we could, we could bring, we could take you to our respective homes. <laughs> so, until next time, for Fro, I'm Bill. We'll talk to you guys later. Suck on my floating butt balls, put it in your mouth and suck it. Ooh.